0: I have to pee, of course. You wanna go pee? No. No pee, please.
1: No, seven. Let's
0: go. I don't see nobody. They're coming. Oh, I see Okay, them. they're here. Hi y'all. Hi everybody. Let me get closer and <laughs> <my> <laughs>
1: cozy.
0: Excuse, excuse me. Excuse me.
1: Excuse me. Any help?
0: Uh, excuse, excuse me. me. Excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Y'all excuse hell is me. it? it's easy okay okay thank you i like those bubbles. i like those hearts
1: hearts good evening from the uk what's going
0: on y'all what's what's really good all
1: right i don't want y'all to feel anyway, but we're not gonna pay too much attention to y'all talking until we get to certain segments so just listen on and if we don't respond it's kind of hard to respond and record a podcast at the same time so even ebony will watch
0: yes and he's responding yeah okay. and i'll get really distracted so we'll respond to everyone afterwards but we're doing a live recording of hood rat to head rat it's a mouthful but say it with us hood, hood rap rat to head, head rat, rat. Hood a decolonized rat. podcast hood rat to head rat okay hood rat to head okay, rat. okay babe that's not okay. the music we'll have okay. some theme music for you but that that will not be included
1: uh okay. what's up spain Online.
0: Word up okay um so who are you for people who don't know my name is Ebony Donnelly I'm a writer I'm an audio engineer which has generally nothing to do with what I'm doing here now but I'm a you black trans man oh, why'd you yeah I set up the mics yes that does have something peripherally remotely yes. to do what we're doing here today but I also live here and this is the studio yes this is seven. our home um <laughs> thank you babe. You're embarrassing me. On I'm side. sorry. That's I'm sorry. I'm right, sorry. Right, okay. Um, yeah, so I am a black, queer, trans cat. Um, and I'm in love with this human next to me. And that's who I am for now. Oh, I'm from East Oakland, California. Shout out to the block. Shout out to the hood. You feel me? My town niggas. Nice. Also, sign out. Don't say that, Erica. Oh, sorry. Also, shout out to my <laughs> niggas in the city, in the skull. You feel me? <laughs> um sucker free everybody i fuck with all of y'all uh i fuck with the whole bay area shout out baleo 707 was really good also my la niggas, south central lemur park 57th in normandy um and beach and englewood i fuck with all y'all niggas too love y'all are you done yeah who are you
1: okay um my name is erica you know who i am because you are on my instagram because ebony refuses to get one yeah so I'm Erica, I am a black queer femme, my pronouns are she and they, and I'm from Severin, big up 410,
0: 410, oh my and pronouns I, are he him,
1: yes he him, yeah, um, he him his, for Ebony, um, and I've also lived in Puerto Rico, so big up 787, ooh, 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 ooh. hola, okay, um, that's it about me. What does, what, let's talk about the podcast. What the does name. decolonizing mean? Why did we decide to do this?
0: So, this name was come up with um, by the chubby goddess, Tassiana Willis, a really nice yes. writer and poet and singer artist coming out of San Francisco, California. Um, but we want to make a point about the name. So, it's not from hood wrapped to head wrapped as if, like, head rap, which could probably be a stand-in for consciousness or something like that, Black Pan-Africanism. Mm-hmm. Um, or acceptability. Or acceptability. Mm-hmm. Um, it does, it's not something to aspire to. I'm a hood rat, and I, I call myself a hood rat, and we'll have a proper hood roll call um, where I can shout out all the different hoods and where everybody's from and where y'all representing. Uh But having a hood-based epistemology... Um, is something that's really important to me. Um, That's a knowledge base and center um, that I derive much of my scholarship from. Um, Some people call it ism. Some people call it game. Whatever you call it, that's where I learned a great deal about myself, about life, and the things that I have to offer to you that you even want to fucking listen to me on Monday night or Monday afternoon. Um, It's all from a a deeply hood ethic. I don't mean hood in a cutesy, like, me down into hood, this so ghetto ratchet, but like, I'm literally. I'm right, your first one. I, right, I'm literally <laughs> from the ghetto. I'm from, you know, a, a place that's impoverished, and that's where I learned how to love. That is where I'm situated, and I also want to make sure that a lot of times we talk about all these issues and shit that we'll be tackling from a very academic and intellectualized lens. Um, I, too, have an education privilege. I'm a UCLA graduate. Um, however, None of those things um, don't inform each other. So me being from the hood definitely informed my ability to be able to make it through um, a university setting with a whole bunch of white people at a for show PWI, a predominantly white institution like UCLA. Not shout out to them. Fuck them
1: okay got it. got it okay so mine is shorter but i've been wearing head wraps for a very long time before mm-hmm. they were ever popular I actually wore a head wrap to my senior prom if you really want to see the picture i will send it to you and i i think that they are a beautiful cultural display of blackness and in intra-communally we've had a lot of like don't cover your hair with the head wrap and the head wrap is only for sleeping and don't wear that to, at, to bed or only wear that to bed don't wear that in public. And I've done a lot of work, I think, just personally and um, unpacking that and just wearing head wraps anyway, because I really like how they look on my head. Mm-hmm. They show your whole goddamn face. So they come in all different colors and so patterns. Dope. And I think they're dope. And I love that they have come back in style. And I think that's why
0: Tassiano was
1: like, I think hood wraps and head wraps.
0: And Tosiana yeah. knows I'm a known hood wrap. And, and Erica wears head wraps. Yes. Simple. Yeah. you remember it? Just think of us.
1: <laughs> right. Okay, so what next
0: alright Charlottesville.
1: So there's been a lot going on. Lots going on
0: in this world. Um it is, always has been. Always. It's always has been always
1: a Charlottesville.
0: There is perpetual <laughs> Charlottesville
1: that. Yeah.
0: Um and white supremacist bullshit. Yeah. Um happening in this country. This country is white supremacist. Yes. So we can just like get that out get of the way. Get that away. out of the way. Quick. Um, real quick fast. Um so what happened in Charlottesville, Babe? Because yeah. I don't think a
1: lot of people really know why folks were there or why it was happening, or at least their astonishment is rooted in the ignorance that they share around that white supremacy is just something that right. this country
0: is rooted in. Right. So there's this thing called there's this group of organizing white folks. Um, particularly cis white men called the Mm alt-right now alt-right is really just a term that's used kind of like as a coded way to say white supremacist um but they do have rallies they try to keep themselves quasi distinct from the kkk like we're a different we're just conservative people we're like the fringe quote-unquote conservative group we're like the extreme fundamentalist ISIS white you know the ISIS version Mm -hmm. of white dudes like we're the new shit um even though it's still the KKK the KKK comes to the rallies and to their meetings it's really they're all together they're all together um and so yeah the KKK so the alt-right held a rally in Charlottesville Virginia um that ended in violence because counter counter protesters showed up and were met with violence from the seemingly unassuming fringe just regular white dudes
1: and we're not going to lift up any of the people, the protesters' names, even though I love that they're being called out and losing their jobs. Continue they're to, not even
0: protesting, continue, just the alt-right whatever, The us. alt-right
1: nonsense idiots. Um, losing their jobs, I think that is absolutely phenomenal. And I also <laughs> just want to consider that one of them had an article. I can't remember the publication, but it was like Raw Edge Story or something like that. Oh, Raw Story. Raw Story, yeah, where I they know. were talking about where they were like, well, I just wanted to protect white culture because they were going to tear down a confederate. Um, statue, and I just want to make sure that we all deserve to be here on this land, all all cultures, and I just want to preserve white culture,
0: is what this person said.
1: Can somebody tell me what white culture is?
0: Right. What is, is that? anybody? So y'all can continue to that? answer that. What's white culture? What is white? If anybody culture? has some offerings, just throw the shit on there, and we may read a few. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, because we're confused. I'm not confused. I just ate some cracks some saltines today. Oh with no flavor that's white culture to me um but no some real shit there i don't really know i don't know if there's a such thing as a palpable white culture um i think the the assumption about whiteness is that it's the default and erica talks about this all the time mm-hmm. so how is it a culture if it is just the thing right that we've had to create culture against in spite of or in comparison to right so i don't even know if white people in america necessarily have a culture maybe american culture is white culture but i feel like that's another conversation i just think it's
1: hella problematic because so many times i have conversations with white folks and just not about racism or white supremacy at all it's always like oh i'm from england oh i'm from france or i have you know culture from germany if you have culture from all of these different places it's all different and vast it can't just be like, German oh, and
0: Scandinavian is not the same. They're
1: not the same.
0: They're not the so same you wanna... So what exactly are you preserving? European, they're saying right. European culture. I, Europe is the small. Ain't that the smallest continent, but it's still a continent. A well, whole I, ass of countries.
1: Why is it a continent? Right. Uh, they it ha- i mean uh, okay. pangea i got pangea i i love I, pangea i love the history of pangea i have it just separated I, I think i have a great thumb know. i think that's all in like the you know the land in the soil, like but if that you separate? will not replace us. Blood and soil. Blood
0: and soil. That's what they were yelling. That's what they were saying. I don't fire. know. What...
1: Every time I hear blood and soil, I think or about fire. fire
0: and desire. I think we should just reclaim fire blood and, and soil, and, and just every time you hear it, you just start singing Tina Marie and Rick yeah. Fire <laughs> and desire. No more blood in the soil. Yeah.
1: So the the you know the terrorist attack, essentially what it was in Charlottesville, yeah, yeah. was super-duper violent. Um, we I, you obviously don't condone any of it, but there's been lots of conversations with white folks, and mm-hmm. if you follow um, this Instagram, you know that we've been talking about it a lot. And something that I've been saying is that I have you know, navigated and existed in a lot of white spaces, worked in a lot of spaces where I was the only black person, or gone to PWI, which all of, most all of my institutions were except for when I moved to Puerto Rico and how in all of these spaces I have had moments where I've talked about racism or felt silenced in not talking about it where people didn't believe me but then we have a march of Charlottesville and everybody's like oh yeah we must end white supremacy and these things must end and racism doesn't belong here but It's always been here. I've been telling your ass that it's here. I've been telling you that what you're doing is racist, or this institution is
0: racist, or what you're
1: teaching is racist. My colleague is racist, and you haven't believed me. So what I've talked about is I know that I'm not the only black person with that experience. I know there's other black folks that have also been telling white institutions, whiteness, that things are racist, and nothing has been done about it. So what's really upsetting for me is that people are now on their high horse, tweeting and you know sharing. fucking what are they called um, think pieces about charlottesville it's like you could have been talking about this all the
0: time and what's really crazy is that they now have this big long ass like what can you do resources a big like huge community google doc like where white people are asking white people have this proverbial question like almost like what is the meaning of life but to the their equivalent to that is what can i do Every time something happens, a white person is like, well, what can I do? Or, and where's the question do? go?
1: Always to us. White right. people always ask people of color, what can I do? But so now they And have you this. know what? And this is a thought that I have, too. I don't know that white folks are comfortable being wrong. I think we are so used to, as people of color told that we are wrong, our very existence is wrong, we don't belong, that white people don't know what to do when they're told they're wrong. For example, I have a poll right now on Facebook that's running. And hey, Shawnee. Hi, <laughs> yeah, Sean. <laughs> and it's asked, without looking up the definition, what is racism? And folks are, you know, saying the wrong definition. Some people are saying the right definition. But there's some white folks who are saying the wrong definition. And I'm telling them that it's wrong. And they get upset about it. Right. And it's like, but if you've never, ever been told that you're wrong, right. you would be hella uncomfortable. I also did another poll the other day that said, you know, white folks, you're super disgusted about what's happening in Charlottesville. When are you going to protest it? Because when Trump was elected, what happened? The women's march. Right. <laughs> when people were being killed in Ferguson, who went there? White people. When Standing Rock was happening, who went there? White people. So when are white people going to Charlottesville? And I kept getting responses, one of which was violent, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And a lot of other ones that were like, you know what? I'm not going because I'm sick. I'm not going because I'm tired. I'm not going because I don't want to put my life on the line.
0: Right.
1: How is it that you get to choose when you're going to put your life on the line? And several people said that. Right. I'm not going.
0: going. I have kids. Right. I'm not going. As if people who are not already there, already live in charlottesville and already have made up the counter protest right. to the bullshit don't have kids or aren't chronically ill or right. don't have money or the means to be there right. like so that's an erasure of a whole bunch of people a whole bunch of parents mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of a, a, a people with a number of different different abilities and ability levels going to do the work and not complaining about it. It's a whole erasure of them.
1: And you know what? I got stuck in that. So there's this whole... I think there's maybe... Maybe I'm making up a term. Racial gaslighting is where I was like... White people were telling me they have kids and that's why they can't go to Charlottesville. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's valid. I mean, you got kids. Like, they need to be with... Me. And then I was like, Martin Luther King had kids. A lot. There's lots of my friends who do a lot of activist work that have kids. Right. Shout out Rosanna, who's a super cute kid who takes her to protest. Come on, right. come on,
0: right. put
1: your life on the line. Let's go. So that's,
0: so, and so once again, back to this whole proverbial question of what can we do? They've created, they've since since it's been since Charlottesville has happened. There's been this huge Google Doc floating around the internet of all these different resources and, and different guys Now this is in reaction to and response to a domestic terrorist attack. It took a domestic terrorist yep. attack with 20 plus people being injured and one person being fatally injured for a resource guide presumably created by white people yep. to to come about. Yep. Like there's no resource guide for walking around being black every day. No. Nope. There's no and, resource guide against if I'm in Charlottesville, if I'm in Missouri, if I'm in Oakland, how do I how am I safe from racial violence
1: and I wonder if one part of the
0: guide is just believe black people no believe no black people that.
1: when we talk mm-hmm. believe us when we talk mm-hmm. like I don't understand like is is that a part of it or is
0: it like oh you know make sure you're not saying nigga like oh, what? Or speak oh, up and speak <laughs> out like <laughs> right. speak up and speak I just thought my point being is that it's hella late it's yeah it's, it's very late um and it feels almost too little too late um and that's that's just it's it's a fucked up schism
1: mm-hmm. um
0: to realize that like the problems that impact you the most are just convenient opportunities for activism for white people yeah it's like white people get to jump along and get on the fucking in white supremacy chain as if it started yesterday mm-hmm. um and that's hella sad and that's why period for sure that's just why. Um, so going into that, as we mentioned, um, so somebody was killed, somebody died.
1: Yeah, and um, we want to show we want to um, show respect and just take a moment. Heather Hayer, higher. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, yeah, yeah. So I just want to show love because she lost her life, and there was about 20 other people who were injured in the car crash that ran mm-hmm. through the protest.
0: Yeah. Um, and so I, I know that like a lot of folks have been talking about like the fact that this person was white is getting a lot of news coverage um, at the expense of you know what was the it was a trans girl, a young trans girl who's been missing mm-hmm. in Charlottesville for a year now and has been little to no coverage around that um, so racism think about racism is that it's it's death, it's no life in it And so what will happen is, is that some racist fucked up shit will happen and white people will respond to white death and not respond to other prescient matters um, concerning people of color. And people will be like, well, fuck the white person that died. And I'm not going to sit up here and say that. What I am going to say is that it's not... Racism will have people denigrate people even in death, white Mm and black people. Um, Racism will... Overshadow and tarnish the fact that a whole life was lost. Um, that is the spoil of white supremacy. That's it. Mm. You hear you have this person who literally just died for no reason. Yeah. Died based on some opinion that somebody has. And that's mm-hmm. what some people on Erica's polls say racism is an opinion or right. it's a prejudice one group has against the other or it's somebody trying to overpower another group and everybody's not saying white. You know what I mean? Everybody's scared to say like racism is the systemic governing body of whiteness. It's the mm-hmm. way whiteness is executed and upheld in our institutions, in our society. White, white is- people
1: are so protected that even in saying the definition of racism, we won't say white people.
0: Right.
1: People That's of color how weren't them. saying They're white people. People of either. color they were just like mm-hmm. when people who have who have power have power. I mean, or have like more power over others and use that power for for bad. Yeah. But they weren't saying white people created race; therefore, racism exists because right. they want to keep it in place so they can stay in power. Right. Several people, I had to call out and be like, "White people."
0: Just say. It. Just say white just people. Say it. It's That's okay. That's the basic thing.
1: Say white people.
0: Say white people. Y'all say white people. (laughs) Say it with us. White White people people created (laughs) racism. So also, we didn't tell y'all, but another ground rule, you know, for motherfuckers who don't know me and Erica or don't really know Erica's work is that, you know, on this this podcast, white people will be come for. I don't know what you want to call it. Call in culture. Call out culture. I don't really care. Call around. Call Call under. Call under. Call your mother. Call Tyrone. (laughs) Um, Whatever you want to call it. Um, white folks will get called out and if you don't like it, Venmo us and if you like it, Venmo us (laughs) <laughs> erica Hart, erica dash right you know them make am hard with the dashes and all oh, the oh it's other a dash on oh. but either way it goes or just book us to speak to my
1: goal is to take this podcast on tour i know we just we only have two episodes but that's my goal is for ebony and i to sit in front of a, a big group of people and just talk shit but you're just the, the
0: fifth wall babe like oh. suspicion, of suspension of disbelief we're not even here we're in a studio we're in a studio
1: yeah, so this is
0: our
1: gonna, apartment. This is nasty. All right. Okay. Babe. Okay. All right. Oh, so we have a compilation. So lots of people have been tweeting about Charlottesville. You know, Charlotte's, Charlottesville, Charlottesville. Can't speak. Charlottesville. Um, usually, famous people come on the bandwagon. I just recently tweeted about nonprofits. Y'all, beware of nonprofits tweeting or any institution of tweeting. About Charlottesville because they're trying to get money. Yeah. Do not be fooled. They're using racism to get you to make to make them seem like they're mm-hmm. on board with a particular Inflame viewpoint. Your
0: passions right,
1: and-, and they don't they don't really care because you could probably ask them like, before I donate to this organization, how many people of color work here, and are they happy? so don't don't be fooled don't be fooled no yeah we see you okay so we have a compilation five dumbest things white
0: people have said around charlottesville are y'all ready for this are you ready all right number five she brought you hits such as Bad Romance and I can't remember it. Oh, Born This Way yeah. and I can't remember any of the other shit and some song with Beyonce Telephone. Yes. I actually am remembering all the shit because I used to listen to her until so she got cancelled today. So, <laughs> Lady Gaga number five. I will read it to you. I know we are not created to hate each other, but to help and love. Use hashtag be kind. This is not us to tweet positive messages. Hashtag Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> so I don't know if she ran out of characters or whatever have you. So 140 of them allowed. So y'all can give her some leeway on that.
1: Somebody tell your favorite that it's Charlottesville, not Charlotte. Two different places two different yeah, places so
0: somebody let lady gaga and know. then
1: also lady gaga is responsible for this is not us that hashtag that is super silly i hope we all are clear that it is y'all this is y'all this is white people
0: always has been this is what they do they
1: come together
0: yeah it to was be racist. not cute they come together to be right yeah <laughs>
1: that's all what they did they sit in
0: offices and be, be they racist.
1: sit on the subway oh yeah everywhere
0: um so lady gaga um she's just letting you know that she just got to be kind be all kind
1: it'll be fine if you're kind that's what it. lady gaga says
0: okay so moving on to the aclu aclu are
1: you familiar with the american civil liberties union, union. Yes. yes
0: um and if A you're not
1: non-profit, right
0: they are not nonprofit. The um, a very lucrative nonprofit. They have a ton of. Money. They have tons of money. Um, in several chapters all across the nation. So okay,
1: what did they say? They tweeted out yesterday. The First
0: Amendment is a critical part of our democracy, and it protects vile, hateful, and ignorant speech. For this reason, the ACLU of Virginia defended the white supremacist right to march
1: let's read that one more
0: time the last part for this reason the aclu of virginia defended the white supremacist right to march aclu that's the aclu fuck you the (laughs) f-u-c-k f-u-c-k-u that's gonna be the (laughs) f-u-c-k-u goodbye what do you think what do you think is the main problem with what they're saying
1: I mean, the main problem with what they're saying is that they're defending the, right, the white supremacist right to march. They're yeah. using a, a, a racist document to defend racism. Yep. That doesn't make any sense. The Constitution is racist, yeah, y'all. I don't is. even know why we're still using it. It's almost like a paper that was, it was. it's just like a paper that was written a hundred some odd years ago and it has never been edited. Like, right. and it's been edited to some extent, but still in favor of white people. So why in God's name would you use the Constitution to say that racist people should be able to do whatever the hell they want? No, no, no,
0: no, it's, no, It's no, also no. this this fantasy or this this imaginative I don't know people create in their mind what a right is Yeah, like it is so like malleable of a term and a definition is just so arbitrary that anything is a fucking right mm-hmm. you know what I mean like oh it defends uh, thats what if it's a right in the context of the racial inequity in this country I don't understand how I can abide by it you yeah. have the right to say things that could possibly get me killed yeah and then the aclu will be showing up and shit when i die like because
1: the hey. thing is if the acl it's a non industrial complex okay so if the aclu says that they have the right to do it the problems that they cause the aclu makes money off of yeah so they have to support that white supremacist march in order for them to stay in business yep yeah. That's just how it goes. Yep, they Simple actually
0: get their bread and butter off problems. of
1: problems. And off of black and brown people, off of
0: black and brown pain. Yep. That's exactly where they yep. get it from. And they don't give a fuck. They, they don't, don't, don't
1: care. <clears throat> they don't care. And I would promise you, I promise you, you need to look into nonprofits who's on their board. Yep. And that's probably why they said that. Yep. There's probably an alt right person on the ACLU board. I don't know that for a fact, but I would not be surprised. If it's not alt right, they're probably bigot. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right, we're moving yep. on. Number moving three. on. Number to number y'all's fave. Another fave. Um, are you ready? Yeah. Kim Kardashian West, who is also white, contrary to popular belief.
0: Yes. Um, yes. Say, she's um, Persian when it's convenient. She's when it's Persian. Cute. Yes, when it's cute. Yes. How tragic that this is what we've come to. My prayers are with those in Charlottesville and every American. Every American. Who is the target of hate and violence. She sound like George W. Bush. I'm a wow.
1: This is a person that's that has scared. black children. And a black husband. Yeah. I'm scared. And also appropriates black culture. Right. But that's what she has to say. But you can just, you know, be us. But you don't have to, like, be here for us. That's fine. That's
0: fine. And you can make, your PR person can make some blanket statement. Yeah. Um, right now.
1: Because you also make money off of
0: white supremacists following you and wearing your makeup.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just be
0: real. And <laughs> multinational corporations that. Right.
1: That support yeah. you know, prisons. Yep, that's important. But love you, love you. Okay. Uh oh, that was Kim Kardashian West.
0: Alright. Now here's this person. Um uh, she hella irrelevant, but some of y'all might have liked her. I know Erica, you probably was listening to her.
1: There you go, looking, pitiful, just because I let you go. There you go.
0: You don't know want to you back. And sometimes we like okay. that. All right. Who's that? That's pink. Pink. What pink. did y'all Pink y'all say? Okay. Pink um, said, I would like to speak out against these ignorant ass fools marching in Charlottesville. Believe it or not, they do not represent the majority of white people. Most of us white folk, she put us in quotes for some reason. Most of us white folk, I'll say it again, I subscribe to the human race and we're all pink on the inside all
1: the human race is pink all of the
0: white folks are embarrassed of these small dicked privileged spoiled ass losers like these good people in this picture most people are good people there are small groups of every sort that make it ugly for the rest of us i apologize on behalf of these idiots maybe mommy and daddy should cut off their allowances even though i'm a millionaire and i really can't be speaking on somebody else's pockets white or not Pink. Yeah, so Pink came through. Um, Send us your thoughts on what Pink said. Send us
1: your thoughts, but also, y'all, we are saying these, and we have one more to talk about, but we are saying these because y'all friends share this stuff, too. (laughs) There's a lot of peace and love rhetoric and be kind. Yes, these are famous people um, who have massive platforms who are trying to save their coin, but we say it, too. And it's really not good. Like, people really need to be okay with, saying, white people, get your people. Like, mm-hmm. it's really time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really time to put your money on the line, put your life on the line. I think when people hear life, they think about death. But it mm-hmm. might mean putting <laughs> your money on the line. Like, I know that doing this podcast, not everybody is still going to, like, fuck with me. That's and that's fine. fine. I actually have lost followers, I guess. You know how I know I've lost followers? Because people tell me. <laughs> They're like... To follow you anymore i thought you were only talking about breasts and being nice. Right. i thought you were the example of body positivity i don't do body positivity we'll talk about that next week but uh, oh i thought you were the example of body positivity and all you talk about is race
0: i'm yes. not following you anymore <laughs> yes so that has this those are true stories those are things that actually happen I really, we also really don't give a fuck um we're happy to have you not here um But, yeah, there's this thing that people have around... Well, this is another episode, too, but I I like to talk about fandom and fanfare and the pedestals that we put celebrities on, each person. And this is not something that I don't also not do. Um, But we get really on our high horse, like about celebrities and we also had this assumption that they're not going to say something dumb or maybe in 2017 niggas don't have that assumption no more but i know that i was really shocked when i found out that the game of thrones motherfuckers uh db vice and them are making some of the shows yeah about slavery that's um so now i'm kind of like game of thrones will have to be canceled canceled. but i know some of y'all gonna fight me tooth and nail and i'm having an existential crisis about whether or not i'm canceling (laughs) And you were
1: supposed to do a game of thrones recap um, that might get canceled. It might get canceled. I think we're going to cancel. I was going to do a game. With I didn't right know now. that they were the creators of Confederacy. I did not know
0: um, that. Them niggas is going to be that. canceled. And they refuse to. Li- and there's black writers. I'm, well, they like the writers are black. That doesn't mean <laughs> anything, y'all. Black
1: people do not know everything about race and racism. Just because we're black does not mean we know this shit. Ebony and I know a lot because we read a lot. Toni Morrison knows a lot because she writes a lot and reads a lot. Maya Angelou knows a lot because she lived it a lot and wrote a lot and studied it. Martin Luther King knew a lot because he studied it and knew it. Malcolm X, you getting what I'm going? how I'm going here? Bill Hooks. Harriet Tubman. Harriet she didn't even know how to read. Harriet Tubman didn't even know how to read, but she was doing speeches about it. She devoted her life to it. Not all black people know about this. Just because you see a video with a black person and they're talking about racism does not mean that it's right. <laughs> Do your own work around right. this.
0: And I was a big ass wrestling fan too, so I used to fuck with like hulk hogan and you know rick flair and all them niggas
1: is canceled because they all hella racist i did not know so fuck
0: hulk hogan Hogan too and i'm upset all right all right so we're gonna but so my point being is that i didn't know pink was stupid i didn't really care about pink to begin with but now i'm like i care less care less about about Pink. Pink. yeah pink Um, you might be canceled no she's all the way canceled all the way just by default for not really (laughs) making good music no more but now you're really canceled um, because you're trying to say most of us white folks, the majority of white folks, know make no mistake that the majority of white folks, pink included, are racist.
1: Yeah, all of white all folks of are white racist. folks. That's
0: just how this works. And I don't know if she even knows all the white people. She's she she don't us know. the majority.
1: She's telling us the majority, and she's also saying on behalf of me.
0: She's speaking for them as well. Right, which they're also
1: millionaires yes. with yes. like
0: mansions and shit, yes. and all.
1: It has um sixty five thousand likes.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so we moving on from pink to our number one to and our I number one, one away. the right. number one dumbest things white people have said just in the last 20 20- years Four Four hours.
1: hours, just 24 hours so like I mentioned earlier I did a post yesterday that was or yesterday or the day before that said you know poll um, when are white people going to Charlottesville because you are disgusted by it and this wonderful person who I will not name her name I don't know their pronouns um, wrote and was like you know this is a rhetorical question I'm clearly not going to go to Charlottesville I have kids and I'm sick and I can't believe you're asking us this because you know that we're not going to go and I'm not going to do these things and I thought you cared about social justice and you clearly don't it gets better so I wrote to her and I was just like you know it's actually not a rhetorical question if you're not going just say no Like, just be okay just say that say I'm and, unwilling to go. Yeah, like, just say you're unwilling to go like you're not going to go that's okay to say but she did not do that she continued on um, and then she said you know I, if you're going to be this way Erica I'm going to unfollow you I told you they tell me this I'm going to unfollow you I said okay thank you see you later that's all I said followed up with <laughs> this person somebody told me went on their personal Facebook wrote a
0: whole montage about racism babe you how- can't write a montage what? babe you cannot write a montage Oh, what she was- wrote this whole big diatribe. what is the n word
1: for it? Uh-huh. She wrote a whole essay, a dumbass rant about about racism. I don't even know. Actually, I don't even know what it was about. But the best part of it was it's like two pages long, and the end of it said,
0: "Erica Hart is an example of the melanated alt right." So that is the name of this episode, melanated alt right. <laughs> melanated alt right. I can't she used melanin monologue. Thank you. Thank y'all. Thank she you. She also was talking about y'all. She's talking about us black folks talking about our angry, spiteful asses. That's what she said. And that she's gonna expatriate herself, call it white flight from activist movements because of our angry, spiteful asses. Um, someone when let me just read it
1: not the whole thing though. no Please. no
0: just this little too long. One. it's a monologue I'm okay with being an expatriate call it white flight. I'm gonna call bullshit when y'all say you want to see changes but talk shit when someone comes along with an offering that your red black and y'all red black angry spiteful asses can't appreciate y'all are gonna burn y'all are gonna burn this place down in your own cells with it if you can't see past your own noses. This is a self proclaimed freedom fighter, liberated, woke, black, per- woke, white person. And I will say for the record that woke and white are double negative. You cannot say that in an English sentence. Cannot no such thing
1: sorry y'all. Uh, somebody just wrote that off branded i think your name is is that you're disappointed that we think people with light skin are racist no we don't think people with light skin are racist we think white people are racist and it's not a thought that we have that is
0: literally how racism works and i'm not going to engage you about that any further because you sound stupid
1: so, yeah. So, you can kick rocks. So, you got to read more, y'all. You got to just read and liberate yourself. It's, somebody said it above, but it's fine. Melanated, all right. That's this episode. You know, thank you, you former follower, for giving us the name to the podcast for this episode.
0: <laughs> Period. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Bonnie. So, Ooh. we also want to...
1: I did not want you to say that one. Y'all don't say. even
0: know that okay. okay.
1: All right. So five best comments we also have those so coming in at the top
0: so these are the five best comments i'm gonna preface this real quick sometimes in this world especially in the world of social media people care about things that are dumb people th- things that people say to have no that make no sense about like light skin people like how you just mm-hmm. read that person's comment and it didn't really even make sense it didn't even read. make any sense um so that's why i want to uplift The commentary that is happening Mm -hmm. that it does make sense and that is lifting up the voices of black and POC people and black and POC are actually in this conversation and we know the shit Mm -hmm. and we know the way that these things work and we are in defense of our communities in every way possible I want to lift that up not pink so coming in at Number, Number one,
1: one, we have a friend of Ebony's, Candace
0: Antique Davis. Shout out, Candace. Hey, Go Candace. And listen to Candace's music.
1: Candace wrote, woke, quote unquote, white folks, time to get on planes, get in cars and head to Virginia to intervene on this crisis. The tendency is to work in POC communities as a way to right wrongs, but that is not where the wrong begins. And oftentimes you are not equipped to properly work with our children. This is where we need you. Charlottesville, Missouri, etc. This is the work, your work. Period. Period. So Period. that was Candace Antique Davis, which we absolutely love. Um, coming in at number two, we have Toni Morrison. I love her. Mother with the infinite wisdom. People are asking what you could read. Read some Toni Morrison. Okay. On Charlottesville, Charleston, Ferguson, Staten Island, Mississippi, goddamn, and everywhere else. Morrison. My feeling is that white people have a very, very serious problem and they should start thinking about what they can do about it. Take me out of it. Rose, the interview person says, then give white people some free advice. Morrison chuckling. (laughs) That's how I imagine Toni Morrison would laugh. You've already read my books. So here's a person that has written books about racism and people are still asking her for free labor. Do you know what we call that? Starts with an S, ends with a Y. Slavery.
0: Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so I also want to make, a, real quick, I'm going to interject. We will provide a recommended reading list, but I want people to realize that if racism could be solved by the writing and the reading of literature, Come on. if white supremacy could be dismantled by just those two acts alone, it would have already been done. We have a library of Congress. Let's filled go. with millions of books let's go all this reading yes read a book yes but go. that's not that's to help you enhance what you're already
1: doing it's so you can further intellectualize what you're doing or feel better about it or feel bad about it which is all not gonna make a difference at all i want you at your job to be calling out this shit that happens at your job at your workplace in your neighborhood and leave set place if you can if you have the means to or make enough noise about it such that it actually shifts you reading the definition of of racism or knowing it literally makes no difference. But if you need to start with all white people are racist, then congratulations, we've gotten somewhere but we must continue to push the needle here. It cannot only fall on POC, and those are the only folks that I see willing to actually turn over fucking tables.
0: And I'm gonna go a step further, and this is for a different podcast. Black people are really the only people I'm seeing turning over <laughs> tables. <But laughs> well, we'll, we'll have a sweet. conversation. You can inter- say communal. that one
1: more time. We'll
0: have an intercommunal conversation about the difference between black and POC, and ha- and I think our partner, Ooh, friends, our partner friends, friends, um, Prin's comment actually speaks to that. Yeah, some Pren, of the anti-blackness inherent within PLC communities. Holler at Prin, let's go.
1: Prin also real name is Prin. Well, not real name, but full name is Princess. We love you. Um, this is kind of long, so bear with us. Okay. I know I joke around a lot, but a serious question from my POC and black friends. I am a part of a model minority that assimilates relatively easily into white culture and generally accepted it because of the native white American politicians created of us during the
0: Cold War. The narrative.
1: Narrative. Oh, sorry. Quick history lesson. Embracing Asian Americans during that time provided a powerful means for the U.S. to proclaim itself a racial democracy and be most qualified to lead the world free to lead the free world. Hence, Asians became successful not because they worked harder than other groups, but because uh, Americans just became less racist towards them. So stories about Asian American successes were turned into propaganda, making us the model minority. Additionally, we rarely speak up for other racial groups being targeted, so white people don't really find us threatening. This is a long way of saying that as a POC, I still benefit from the very system that's killing black people. So my questions: what does a helpful POC ally for the black community even look like now that is a fucking status that's full of accountability that actually makes a difference that actually makes me as a black person want to respond and not feel like I'm doing hella labor because you actually did the work to find out how you are also part of the problem but do not write something especially on my you know what I'm gonna go further enough to say that white people asking me what they can do as a microaggression Like, it just is. Because I'm popping off and I'm super upset about shit. And people are like, what can I do? No! I'm not having... Like, I don't want you to do shit. I want you to listen to me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, just listen to black people, listen to us and how we say our upset and how we talk about it, it's not gonna come in some beautiful package for you, no no, 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 no no. at some point I'll write an op-ed about this racist nonprofit that I used to work for, um, and you'll hear about a lot of these stories, because it all happened in the course of like six months, yep okay, yep. Prin, shout out, that was dope that was amazing alright, so we have oh two more so Ashley Sheckleford just read everything Ashley Sheckleford writes um it's at Ashley the lion on Instagram and on Twitter um we wanted to shout out like one thing but we couldn't choose Ashley is a really good friend of ours um a black fat activist queer just a phenomenal human being um she was on Twitter lifting up Sage Smith I believe. Sage Smith, um, the trans black person that is trans black femme, I believe, that is missing in Charlottesville. Um or in Virginia. Or yeah, in Virginia, actually. So lift up um Ashley Sheckwood, everything she says is brilliant. Um, and then finally, our very own Ebony Donnelly makes the list um of you know, really smart ass tweets, believe it or that not. Can you joking, believe that yeah. Ebony made the list of that? And Ebony, what was your Facebook status? What was it? Um white people.
0: I, oh. I, I got it. Yep. Oh, and if you just tuning in, you welcome to Hood Rap to Head Rap. I know some of y'all been like, what's the name? It's Hood Rap to Head Rap. Um so I said something to the effect of white people are so fascinated by fascism and not racism. How convenient. Um, say that one more
1: time for the people white in the people
0: back. are so fascinated by fascism and not racism. How convenient. Um and what I mean by that is that ever since Trump came into office, oddly enough, um there's been a lot of talk from white people about anti-fascism work um like i know i know some of you may have heard of the group antifa and they're a big deal big counter protest deal of some sort um and yeah white people just this this idea of some distant dictatorship authoritarian regime a la stalin and lenin and mussolini like all of these things that don't have shit to do with american modern day imperialism and how it's enacted on black and brown bodies every day but they're always talking about some shit that's not present right like fascism like reaganomics is more prescient and pressing and relevant than fascism But yet white people continue to talk and engage with fascism. Oh, we're not going to, you know, Nazi ideas are not going to, you know, invade our country. And we didn't lose our lives in World War II for Nazi ideas to, you know, still be alive today. And I'm just like, them ain't Nazi ideas, my nigga. Like the Nazis all- actually, the Nazis actually got a lot of their ideologies, of pedagogy around dictatorship for, and around racial relations from the U.S. Slavery predates you know. slavery predates World War II and World Isn't War. Isn't that weird that
1: slavery predates World War II or World War One?
0: but all all i can hear about is nazi this and fascist that and and so i have a lot of friends you know the bay area is fake you know liberal and neoliberal really but the bay area prides itself on being some shining star of leftist radical politics and all the white folks do there is holler anarchy this and anti-fascism that um but i don't see them talking about you know, abolish prisons. And if I do hear him talking about it, it's inside of this conversation of fascism and not inside of a conversation about Racism. white supremacy um, allows for... Uh, Black people have been under a fascist regime. Every president, even Barack Obama's policies, have in some way um, been sanctioned by the, the U.S. government, which is kind of like a weird, like non-democratic fascist kind of thing It's like we got one president the motherfucker doesn't make any of those decisions um people with a lot of money make and lobbyists make a lot of decisions in this country they did a study about two years ago that said the united states's um governmental system is not necessarily a democracy it's more like an oligarchy if you look at it where it's like rich people the um you know aristocratic class if you will run shit um But the whole point about that is, like, white people on their high horse about anything other than something that they benefit from and are complicit in and contribute to, and you can still be a fascist, um if you're racist I, I just don't get it i guess i'm confused you're about, not confused i'm you not lying. I'm it's not. all about separating I'm
1: it's not. all about distancing yourself from racism it's all about good being a good person being a good person it's all about being at the protest and being great but if the protest you're taking up hella space that's cool too you could take the signs and yell and scream and, and then speak over black people but
0: you're not racist because you're at the protest right and you're anti-fascist no right. um And so not to say that fascism isn't evil, you know, if you want to read, if you got time, you know, read about the history of imperialism. But don't skip Africa. Next.
1: Don't skip Africa. People want to skip Africa. Why is that? Okay, next. okay. Okay. Next segment. Okay. Let's not play the game. We're moving into something a little, you know, gentler. yes (laughs) you know black people black folks we have to self care I mean we talk about we are very much consumed by not consumed with consumed by as my boo here tells me um, racism and white supremacy is something that we talk about a lot or are impacted by um, or both so we need some fun times and we need to self care and laughter in this household is something that happens on a regular basis So, we've created Let's Not Play the Game.
0: What does this really mean? What does this mean? So, we're going to talk about the song Rake It Up um, by Yo Gotti. Um, and the thing that I want to talk about this song no, is
1: like. you have to give them a background. So anytime I hear, I listen to Whitney Houston, y'all, and Stevie Wonder and okay. Don Hathaway. And, and that's all she And Hathaway, all Hathaway. That's really all I listen to and really care about the lyrics for. Rap music I also love and appreciate, but I don't know the lyrics ever. Y'all seeing a lot of my snaps, like I don't know any of it, okay? So while we're doing this is to educate me on what the hell rap Artists are saying because I don't know,
0: and also you because you don't know either, or you might know <laughs> you and you still know. just say it like it's cool, right. Like saying weird shit, right? Like race to China and a race to China, okay? Like, babe, don't give it all away, all right. Girl. all right? Okay, so yo, Gotti, um, I don't really understand, um. Why Yo Gotti makes trap music? Because it's not. If you know the origins of trap, the really the godfather of trap, the trap sound is Lex Luger. Lex, Lex, Lex Luger. Oh. Um And I think Lex Luger is from Virginia. I think. Um, but he's the one who came up with the sound, and he used to fuck with Waka Flocka. I know y'all remember Waka Flocka Flint. Waka Flocka Flame. Okay, babe. Okay, it's too much. But it's hella <laughs> trap was meant to be like hella hype, um, and the shit is not hype. What is not how Bro, you
1: got it. Babe, the he song just... Break It Up is good. Okay, no, get to it. Not. We're talking about the lyrics. We are okay, not we are. intellectualizing this he damn song.
0: sleepy and okay. like
1: he... what is he saying, babe? Give us the lyrics. Because when I hear that song, I hear... I put it down.
0: I put it up. I tell all my hoes. I put it top. Okay. All right, babe. Break it up. Break it up. All right, then. Okay, how? What is he really saying? I, I legit got irritated. You did. Um, I tell all my hoes, rake it up, break it down, back it up, and then when he's fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, Fuck it up, Like on he on. got he needs fluffing. Do you do it? Sniff it up. Sniff it up. Uh, <laughs> okay, but you the resident sex educator, so we're gonna get to the lyric that we're talking about. What does this really mean? So Nicki Minaj is featured on the song and she here's her lyric. Um Real Thick Vagina smuggle bricks to China. Mm. She's Chinese. So
1: what? something I have to say as a disclaimer is just because I'm a sexuality educator does not mean that the things that come out of people's mouths make any sense, <laughs> especially in rap li- or lyrics in general, period. It doesn't mean that I can decipher what the hell they mean, other than they were trying to rhyme, because that's what this looks like. Real thick vaginas smuggle bricks to China. I mean, I think what she's trying to say is that people do literally smuggle drugs in their vaginal canal. But that doesn't sound as cool as real thick vagina smuggle bricks to China. Real, let's come up with a lyric for that. But you can't smuggle a brick. She's a drug mule, yes. Drug mule. She's a drug mule, question mark? Yeah, right that's me? what yeah, that's... I think that's what she means, but why is that, why is that in the song? Rake, oh, because rake it up? Because you rake up the money? Is that what that means? Because I thought for it was stripper. literally
0: need- Rake like rake, rake up what, the babe? leaves. It's a, a stripper, stripper. It's a club. You rake babe. up the leaves, babe. When have you been to um, the Blue Flame? Shout out the Blue Flame. Blue Blue when flame. have you ever seen them rake with a rake in the club? They mean rake like, it with their The song babe. says
1: rake it up. It doesn't say rake it up in the club. It says rake
0: it up. So I thought rake Oh, is it. the whole song about drugs. Oh. Oh, y'all going in about race over there. Y'all ain't even What, black people? Here.
1: Oh, y'all not. We're trying to take a mental break from race No, don't corner. take it. cover go it. ahead. Y'all do your thing. Yeah. do your thing. <sighs> No, babe, you okay. can't read that. You okay, read I'm that. in there. All right, group. we're going on. Okay. We're
0: moving on. Bro. All right, so the the song apparently is about doing drugs, real thick vagina, struggle, smuggle bricks to China. um Do you have anything else to say about that?
1: That's it. I'm glad I know the
0: lyrics now. I told I t- I t- 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 all, all my hoes, break, break it up, up, break the money what, up.
1: would they know what to say, shut it down,
0: break it down, break it down, back it up. But back I think, oh. Sorry, Elsie Lewis, you got me. It's actually about drugs. Why? I tell all my hosts, rake it up, break it down, bag it up. Oh, bag it up. I don't think he's saying back to the nigga, you know. So no. why are we
1: twerking to that song? Bag
0: it up. We should really be going like bag this up, or bag something, it up. right? No, babe. Right. Babe, you're embarrassing me, like right.
1: <laughs> This is why I need this part of the song. I all right, need it's this, bag it up. Sorry, y'all. I don't know y'all. what any of these songs
0: mean. Also going into the ride or die trope about black women and film. Come Let's on, Eva. Come that. on, Eva. Let's talk Come about on. that. gonna take a moment to talk about that. Black fems are
1: always here for it. We are always here for it. And y'all always dispose of us when we're done. That when you're done, you always do that. In every single job that I've ever had, I've always been the person for emotional support. That includes my relationships, romantic and personal friendships, where people lean on me when shit is hitting the fan, and they are nowhere to be found when I actually need them. When I was going through breast cancer, hell of people disappeared. Like I know people are like, you know, I can lean on me. No. No, 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 people want to lean on me. It is the other way around. And it's not just me, Erica, personally, it's Black femmes. It happens to us all of the time. So, yes, we're smuggling drugs to China. He, Nicki Minaj ain't talking about no damn black man taking drugs to China. That's true. And, and even this Yo Gotti person is talking about I tell all my hoes, who I'm assuming are black femmes, raking it up and breaking it down and bagging it up. You that's not much work. Goddamn that's a lot labor. Of labor. Always labor. Always labor. That's,
0: that's what they're doing. Are that they that getting paid really to do mean. that? Probably, but it's still too much. Starts with an S, ends with a Y. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Okay, so okay, moving I'm skipping over the Game of Thrones recap, oh! up them. Um,
1: Insecure recap. Insecure recap. So Ebony doesn't watch Insecure, but I do. I'll another self care thing. Thank you, God, for Issa Rae. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it. Even though Insecure is super hetero, are we? I really want work Issa, on that Issa. I really want Issa Rae to fall in love with a woman, a cis woman, a trans woman.
0: It doesn't, it, all of them. Like, or at I least just, have some trans, like have us in the show. Have trans people in the show. How many trans people on the crew, Issa? says, is any trans folks on your crew? Right. The production it None. is HBO, so probably, no.
1: probably not. Probably a white
0: dude's name for it. Right. <laughs>
1: so what happened last night they talked about open relationships Molly was approached by one of her friends Dro I believe his name is and he's married to her friend Candace and he was like you know I'm really trying to be with you I'm trying to do this and she was like I thought you were married and he was like we have an open marriage because you know how relationships work that's not actually like a real thing to be monogamous I identify as Polly Ebony is not Polly so we do have a monogamous relationship but my politics are non-monogamy. So that was cool to be included in that way and, like, this person is poly, but still super hetero, but it was dope to be at it. Um, There was a threesome on the show. HBO, I feel like my 13-year-old horny self got super excited to see a threesome. Like real sex. Like real sex. sex. Yeah, like, I didn't have to, like, actually Google porn. I got to, like watch sex on the show. Anyway, but it was weird. It was fetishizing of Black cis men. But it was also like, Lawrence, you're trash. Like, you get used and abused. Like, Lawrence is trash. But it was all the fetishizing, um, again, racism of what really happens to Black folks is how we're fetishized. It's like, oh, I really want to be with a Black person. I really want, I want that body. I want to be with you. I love your style. I think you're so beautiful. Like, I'm talking to another friend of mine Who gets? Who used to get real a lot of compliments on, like just just how she looked, and Mm -hmm. she would be looking a hot mess. She'd have sweatpants on and a t-shirt. People like, oh my god, you look so cute. Oh, we have a minute, and we can't do pot. We can't do recordings this long. Okay, we're down to the second. It was dope. Somebody got fingered at a table. Kelly got fingered at the table, and it was on point. Table pussy. I'm really here for it. We're being countdown for the live.
0: Um. But I think we're almost done. Also, Marcy Jane mentioned something really important, which is that... Hurry up. Issa Rae... Okay, they're not modeling ethical poly, in my opinion, in this show. They're not modeling ethical poly. Mm -hmm.
1: But the thing is, is this is what happens, is that we see ourselves represented in some little tiny way, and we we get pumped. Hella juice. So here we are, and the sex educator can totally call it out. Um, It's not ethical poly by any means. Um, We have a minute left. I want y'all to know that we are going to be doing sex ed advice each and every show but we need you to email us we do have an email now hood
0: rats to head wraps at gmail no i said it wrong i uh, knew erica would say this wrong lord sorry. hood rats and head uh, h-o-o-d-r-a-t-s-a-n-d-h-e-a-d-r-a-p-s at gmail.com we'll have all this information readied up for you on instagram if you signed up for the newsletter you will receive a link to the recording of this podcast so you can run back on the tippy towel okay
1: you saying too much now you interrupted me you saying too much okay <laughs> um and then also oh street harassment you know how we talk about street harassment on our just on instagram send us your street harassment stories we will also be reading those and calling out motherfuckers who street harass us call it out bring it in send what
0: is it? Hood Bag it wraps. up. Bag it up. Hood rats or what? Hood rats and head reps at gmail.com. Email us. Sign up for the newsletter. You'll Afro have a punk link to this. You'll have a link to this. Um, and we love y'all. We fuck with y'all. Take care of yourselves. That's it. Peace. Bye.